1: Hello and welcome to Day of the Dad, the new podcast that celebrates the joys, challenges and absurdities of parenting. We'll be going out fortnightly, so look out for it on Monday mornings. I'm Edward and with me is my co-presenter Keith Stewart. Say hello Keith. Hello! Hello! Uh, Keith is a Guardian columnist and author of the Richard and Judy Book Club bestseller uh, *Boy Made of Blocks*. A uh, *Boy Made of Blocks* is a funny, moving, and heartwarming story of family and love, inspired by Keith's own experiences with his autistic son. Uh, something I can relate to, since I also have an autistic son. Uh, today, our guest star—I'm making you a star—I
2: like that—is
1: Sarah Turner, better known as the Unmumsy Hello. Mum. Hello, uh, Sarah is the number one best-selling author, queen of parenting blogging. <laughs> And mother of two boys. Yeah. Most importantly. Uh,
2: exactly. Yeah. First and foremost. <laughs> that,
1: actually, that was in most important order. <laughs> uh, her new book is the Unmumsy Diary, uh, which is out now, published by Bantam. And most of all, we're delighted to have you here.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: How does it feel to be an author second time?
2: <sighs> I fit. I feel very much like my two books are. It's like your children. Um, Do you
1: have a favourite, like your children?
2: On different days, yeah. which is just like my children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I find that I. It's like more fuss and attention and expectation went into the first one. And then the second one, um, (laughs) there just wasn't as much time to fuss about it because I was already looking after the first one. Right, yes. But I love it in its own special way.
1: And it's learning quicker than the first, presumably. It is,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. It came more
1: easily somehow. Yeah. That's not happening with me. Is it not? No.
0: Don't
3: do
1: that difficult second book. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing like the Stone Roses second album. (laughs) Got huge amounts (laughs) of cocaine. Yes. (laughs) Bankrupting Little Brown. You told me to do that, Edge. You said that's how I'd get the best ideas just just for our legal people that's not true <laughs> um so we're going to start today with a quick look at the the news the news in parenting great Keith's got a worrying story from the Sun. so it's obviously entirely true okay yeah you can't yeah so you've got to be careful with it because it's the Sun. but it's quite but it's one of those kind of classic uh-oh kind of lefty parent stories that okay. the, 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 the son and the male often do so so just to point out this is all allegedly may or may not have happened yeah yeah so it's a couple it's a
3: so it's a couple a kind of off-grid couple as they like to call them in the Sunday nice. Mail. Uh, who, guardian readers? who appeared on? A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically it's anyone who's a vegan and eats uh, quinoa, I think. But um, who apparently on this morning a while ago, and um, one of their when their children um, weed on set. But recently, on, on this morning, on this morning, yeah, <laughs> okay. And um, apparently, they had a visit from social services after they appeared because they're a very kind of alternative lifestyle couple. But, uh, so, The Sun has said that, uh, on the, in its headline, off-grid parents left eldest son's placenta attached and treated it like his twin for days until it came away naturally and they threw it off Brighton Pier. Now, let's
1: not read any further into the story, because I don't <laughs> think we need to, there, do we? Apparently,
3: this astounding claim, The Sun says, was made in 2013 and has resurfaced recently. So, yes, yeah, so, so the story is that apparently, and it's probably true, because it's I Brighton. I have
2: heard of people doing this.
1: So, what? The keeping the
3: placenta, keeping the
2: placenta attached, attached, and then, and then, yeah, keeping it attached, and then using various things like you might, perhaps, might have done in 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 the Middle Ages to kind of um, oh, like like to, to salt it, embark to so that it's to stop it because it because it, essentially it's going off. Yeah, you need to stop it smelling like it's... I have heard of that I'm feeling so sick. <laughs> right? It was bad. It was
3: bad enough with our second son, Albie. He, um, so they chopped, so they, uh, when he cut the cord, there was a little bit left of his belly button. Oh. And that just stunk the house. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know. And you so will so for awful. it to come off. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. God. Oh,
1: it was just so awful. So fast. That's I know. He rated. was the stinkiest baby. He really was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So I take it neither of you did alternative no. parenting, placenta eating.
2: No.
1: Whatever, whatever. You didn't put a hat on it.
2: Absolutely not. No, why would anyone do that? Would or we, make it into a hat. Make it, um, yes,
1: maybe so. Maybe no, so.
3: I, I,
2: I have a uh, yeah, not such fond fond relationship with the placenta of my second child, and that it actually got stuck. Oh. it didn't deliver spontaneously, so you had shall fight we say? Bit. So yeah, it had to be manipulated out, which oh. is my husband's lasting not by memory of not by <laughs> my husband, but he he said he yeah he witnessed something that he can't. We can never unsee. Can it adjust. was after everything. Oh it was, yeah, it was like we're a are going to get very it out. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. it was like a sequel. It would not, it would not come
1: out. <laughs> oh so, no. um, but, A, a yeah. little like a twin, you
2: might say. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like that. Yeah. Oh So no. yeah, certainly didn't embalm it and, and keep it. Yeah,
3: Ooh. I know. I've, I mean, there's lots of stories about people turning them into pâtés and things like that, isn't there? The, so, the yeah, placenta yeah.
2: capsules is quite is quite a trendy thing, isn't it? You know, you have you, you somebody you, you pay somebody that's trained to. To to basically blend it up, and then you you have the, the you, mother has them because apparently there are benefits. to turns
3: this. it into all they so into So you eat pill. you eat
2: it as a pill. Is this yeah, like they, they kind of could, breast they, milk
1: ice cream?
3: Is it in I that don't area? I don't
2: know. Apparently, you know. Apparently, people feel that it gives them. A, I'm, I'm yeah, not sure. But you does. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it no. But you know, yeah. Because ah, people swear by it. Yeah.
1: Mm, <laughs> well, talk it talking of disastrous birds. Um, If we were. Um, I have a similar story here from the BBC. Nice. uh, From all of uh, two days ago. Uh, uh, The title of which is Father Ties Baby's Umbilical Cord with Shoelaces. (laughs) Okay. Which I'm not sure was entirely by choice. Uh, So apparently the baby was born in the back of their car in Londonderry. Uh, They had to pull to the side of the road and the emergency services. Well he said, the next minute the baby was out so I had to throw down the phone and catch her. And I was thinking, how fast are his reactions? Yeah. <laughs> that the baby kind of flew out. The phone went down, and he cut. Co- it's sort of Neo from the Matrix. Anyway, yeah. uh, and then he <laughs> says, um, "Then they said, just to keep them both warm, we're going to let you t- get you to tie something around the umbilical cord." I had to take off my shoelace. It was the only thing I had in the car. So that's a lesson
3: for all of us that you should have some string in the car just in case you have to tie an umbilical cord, or you know, some scissors you don't mind (laughs) ruining. Some sterilized
1: scissors at all times, maybe. Uh, Well. Let's, uh, should we put those aside nice. and, and move on? I think Well, I, I think, th- Can I, did
3: you, um, did you, because I cut the cords on both of my babies. Did you? But I didn't use a shoelace, but I did, did you? I did cut the cord, yes, and it feels horrid. Did they give you those weird scissors? Yes. Which have like the semi-arc, On them, they're not just—they're not not just like kitchen. scissors They're they're
1: a bit like left-handed scissors because they they were really
3: tricky. Was like you
2: sort of—you can't
1: have done this. I didn't
2: do it. My husband did it, and he said it was—it was weird. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and you know, funny texture. Yes, Yes. not all that magical. It's kind of like
1: it it.
3: It was like it was like cutting through. um, What's the um, what's the squid dish? Calamari. Uh, It was like cutting calamari with plastic. I'm gonna spend this whole episode. It's
1: cutting calamari with plastic crafting scissors. That's what it was like. Wow, that is magical. It does feel a bit like you're doing an injury to both the woman you love and the baby that you love at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's sever this bond. Yeah, let's kill these guys. <laughs> this is over <Yeah>. right. now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the back. opening yeah. thing yeah. that you do as a dad <laughs> is break the bond between mother and baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let, let's have a look at what has been coming out in the world of uh, entertainment parenting at the cinema, stuff like that. You're so desperate to move on, aren't you? i really <laughs> wanted to get away <laughs> from the disgusting bodily stuff. Stuff. we'll come back there's going to be enough bodily stuff later let's be honest okay um so I'm going to confess I haven't been to the cinema with Child recently because he, he's had a cold and things. Um, so, Keith, you've been to see Lego Batman, haven't yeah, you?
3: Yeah, we've been, because we've, got, uh, we've uh, had a new, well, uh, Froom has its own cinema and it closed down for ages and that's just opened up again and it's really, really nice and uh, it's £4 to go and see a film, so it's brilliant, no. so I'm, pr- I'm pr- practically going to live in that's there. Amazing. For adults
1: as well. Yeah, as every- kids. yeah everybody's £4, it's, it's great. It's probably cheaper to get a train to Froom. Go to that cinema and come home to London than it is to go and see a <laughs> yes. film in London. Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, we, yeah, we went out for drinks afterwards with my friend, and uh, that the, his round was more expensive than, than the cinema. So, but anyway, anyway so we went <laughs> to Lego Batman with my sons because uh, they really like the first Lego. They like, really like the Lego movie, and uh, we all really like superheroes. So, have
2: you seen? I've Lego seen. Batman? I haven't seen Lego Batman. But my my eldest Henry is big Lego movie fan. Yeah. So everything is awesome. So now Here's the the thing.
1: We we had a whole conversation around the Lego movie, uh, me and uh, Isaac's mum, about whether he should watch it. So he watched it, really liked it, but then realised it was quite violent. Yeah. And he's very, being autistic, it's quite likely to copy stuff. Now it's quite hard to copy most of what's in the Lego movie. But... Did you think to yourself, was there any point where you thought, oh, there's a lot of punching in this? and a lot of guns. Um, there's quite a lot of guns.
2: Yeah, no, there is. I it feels different in that it's Lego figures somehow. Fantastical. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's one step removed, yeah. I feel like. Whereas. Yeah, so other things you saw, even with the Ninja Turtles, when you can tell it's people dressed up, you know, you're Don't sort of... Don't start Keith on the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> did you, did you Keith hates the Ninja no, Turtles. that? Oh, no, no, I the can't... the longest two hours of my life. I can't bear it. We've, would they, yeah, I've, we've had it on at home, but I haven't... Um... And Lego
1: Batman, is that violent? And when I say violent, I mean
3: Lego figures hitting it, each other. It is like literally a lot of Lego figures hitting each other. Um, it's that I don't think it's that violent. It's it's got because um, it's all about the Joker and the Joker's latest plan to take over Gotham City. So there's a little bit of like ridiculous comic book violence in it, but it's not it's not that violent at all. But I thought it was really interesting because it really kind of dealt with Joker and Batman having a bit of a weird relationship, and they and they actually need each other, which is what some of the best Batman comics were always about. You know, the, the Frank Miller and Alan Moore Batman comics so it was a so nod to those yeah, yeah it just felt quite mature cause and it did felt the kids like, like it Oh, my kids loved it. Yeah, they went okay. to see it again. That's like, let's basically important. So, yeah, exactly. But no, because I think it's important that films to be able to to entertain adults as well. Like That's what Pixar were really good at, and what Studio Ghibli Because really You
0: do
2: good have at. to sit through it. Yeah, have, let's be honest. Possibly exactly. again no, and again. Possibly, yeah. yeah. If you buy it on DVD. Yeah.
3: yeah. Exactly. So I think it's got to have something in it. But I really liked that. I thought it was really clever the way they sort of dealt with that sort of kind of weird love affair between Joker and Batman. So I thought it was really good, really, okay. really fun, mm. and it was really, really funny. And Will Arnett as Batman is just incredible. He's He he just inhabits that character in a a
1: ridiculous way. And talking of... The sort of question of violence and what's suitable for young kids. Rogue One, the new Star Wars film, is coming out on DVD. Yeah. Um, And My Son's Six. We haven't done Star Wars yet. Okay. That's definitely around the time I think most people start thinking, are they? So you're.
2: Henry's five and he's already really into Star Wars. That's what I was going to ask. He's keen on it. Yeah, loves it.
1: And when did you go for it? When did you introduce him?
2: I think it's just they become aware that, you know, because everything is advertising is is targeted at them and he became aware of Darth Vader before he'd seen any films yeah. or had you know read any books or or whatever, so um, he was just instantly like wanted the costume and mm-hmm. then wanted to do, do, go and do a meet and greet at the local toy shop when the stormtroopers came oh, and yeah. um, kind of weird, isn't yeah, it? kind of. It's kind of like he go
1: quite, and meet the Nazis. He
2: quite <laughs> likes baddies. It's really. Is like, should um, I be worried? He he always the birdies, but bar- bad the baddies, not birdies. Bird, no, I don't think you should be worried.
3: About no, that yeah, would be nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he. I don't think he'd have been that interested if it was like come and meet Luke so but if it's it
3: was Sean because machines, it was yeah but thing. they do have the coolest
1: outfits
2: though they don't do they? yeah, yeah. So,
1: it's, it's very true no I, I think I'm I'm waiting for that moment to come presumably your kids being a bit older are very into Star Wars are they yeah so how yeah. old are they 10 and 8 no uh,
3: they're 11 and 9 so and um, very early on I being an it, like being an awful person I am I banned them from I never told them about the prequels the only way they found out about the first three films was they went round to a friend's house you know, <laughs> and saw the DVDs and they were like what are these Three no. more star? Yeah, I just didn't. I illicit thought. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh
1: so have they watched Rogue One? Yeah, yeah.
3: So did your kids like it? Um, yeah, they they did. It was a lot darker than the other films, I think. It had a quite a different mood to it. Have you seen? I have haven't seen one? Rogue One. Uh, no. Okay, then. No. Yeah, I loved I felt, it. I have to say. Yeah, I really. It was more like kind of Magnif- magnificent seven sort of thing vibe to it. Mm. It was really good. That some amazing uh big special effects moments as well. It's
1: quite slow to start. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine it might be tricky for young. I don't think it's suitable. For younger kids actually no. i think it's probably mm. more like 9 10 i think it's that kind of age yeah i think so probably I think so. it is a war film okay let's <laughs> let's move on from war films what do your kids read at the minute um they are re- they um they really like
3: um is it alex rider mm-hmm. and they like the david William uh, williams books okay, yeah, yeah. flying so, aren't they yeah so, so right. blob
1: blob is the new one I yes think? they've
3: got i bought them that and they've read that and do they love it? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And they like um,
1: Diary of a, a Wimpy Kid as well. Yeah. So, all the so they like the bestsellers, basically. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. they like the bestseller chart. Yeah, yeah. And what about your kids? My my. So yours uh, are four and they
2: five, five, and two, five and two. Um, and oh, so they they well they're very now now that Henry's at school. They are very easily led by what's in vogue at the moment. So you know mm. whatever that they they've got and have read all of the Julia Donaldson books. Oh, they're great, um, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are great. I try and I try and always bring in the books that I. Liked so, like Not Now Bernard, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. um, Five Minutes Peace, and all of those, kind yeah. of, yeah,
3: and well, the Alan Albert, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, all of those. Thing. It's interesting that the, the
3: earlier ones are, are, are like quite dark, aren't they? Because Not yeah. Now Bernard's actually pretty dark, it's so
2: dark. Um, my dad used to love it, and I, because there's a, you see, you only read it on one level, don't you, as a child, you know, it was kind of, and then yeah. it, I think. As, as you get older you appreciate it's probably slightly darker than what yeah you, and
1: about loneliness and, what and you growing thought. up yeah. being ignored by your being parents. ignored yeah. yeah and and bread and jam for Francis which I think is broadly speaking about OCD okay it's about having to line it up and make it all yeah, come out i have heard of that one yeah it's a good no. one and the tiger came to tea
3: some people say it's about Nazis some people say it might be about um alcoholism yeah well
2: yeah it's a lot I get a lot of messages from people that saying that they clearly have it's clearly you know some sort of trip but uh, you yeah. know that that. But
3: she's denied it, hasn't she? But
2: yeah. Who 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 knows? Yeah. But we but not now, Bernard. Is because you know like I will we we say it. So if the kids are saying you know can can have a snack or whatever, we'll say not now, Bernard. Good. Um, oh. And, and yeah. then they're
1: like, oh I understand this,
2: short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it means you don't want to look at me. Yeah. Exactly. One day you
1: should uh, you should dress as a monster.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have you, have you never been tempted to write fiction yourself?
2: I, I have books. um yeah I have been um but I'm just. I'm just not kind of sure where to where to go with it, what's you next. I um, Do you
1: think you would... So you've only written non-fiction I've only written so non-fiction so far, yeah. So So I guess you've got options. I mean, you could go Keith's route, which is kind of write about being a parent and, and the relationship between yeah. parents and children, or you could write kids' books, yeah. or you could write something entirely... Have you, so which do you think you would well, go with?
2: Well, I, I think the most obvious move for me would be to, to the fiction... Fiction version of the blog, which means I could ha- I'd have much more of much more freedom to to do and say what I want because it wouldn't be me. Yeah. Because you know, now yeah. I now I've got to school age. I've got to be slightly mindful of the fact that there are school mums reading my Course, blogs yeah. and stuff. Whereas you know you can put people as characters and yeah and, and yeah. The, it, I, the 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 possibility, I like the idea of playing with some, you know. Coming up with characters and playing with their lives and, and deciding how it all pans out. Yeah, but the sort of books that I read, I prefer like thrillers or or things where there's a bit of a, a twist. But yeah, is, is it? Do you do you write the sort of stuff that you enjoy reading, or do you write the stuff that's the most natural? Yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. you should co-
3: combine them and do a thriller about <laughs> incompetent parents. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: what they lose their child in a <laughs> well, supermarket and know. twist the child I, in <laughs> eggs. I, I, <laughs> kind yeah. of aisle seven when you thought it was in aisle three. Yeah, plot oh, <laughs> oh, twist.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. There's your
3: answer. So yeah. yeah. So
2: who knows? Um, yeah. And
1: yeah. how did you first get into writing the blog? What What made your decision to do
2: I so. Do that? Um, I was working part-time at the University of Exeter. I wasn't feeling particularly fulfilled in my career. I'd left my job in finance Mm. because I'd become a mother, and it was basically a -a six-day-a-week job you know, um, yeah. and they they agreed that I could go back and work four days, but with like five to six days worth of target. I thought you meant parenthood. <laughs> <was first day laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. And on the Sunday, dad, to, yeah. dad takes <laughs> over and takes them <laughs> to the swings. Yeah, and on the Sunday, yeah, the CBBs is the babysitter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was working part time, and um, I was I, Henry was one. Jude hadn't well, was yet to be conceived. And I think I was just feeling a little bit disillusioned with the whole thing. I was finding it incredibly hard being a mum. And everything that I found online just didn't marry with what my experience was. Mm -hmm. It was all quite glossy. Um, There was a lot of hashtag blessed. um, (laughs) And I I wasn't feeling like that. So I decided I would write something of my own
1: and do you think that's a, a sort of social media problem i've got a quote from you here from i think september saying social media is not real life
2: yes, yeah no, that, that is, but
1: then you did decide to go and yeah do it yourself
2: yeah i think i think i just i i, I thought it's one of two things it's either that i'm a massive accident of motherhood and and i'm i'm, I'm generally just not cut out for it i <laughs> did think that for some time yeah. or there are lots of people that are struggling and they just don't, they selectively edit what they put online to map, you know, to like a show reel of best bits.
3: Yeah, because there is a lot, there is a hell of a lot of judgment in parents, There's so isn't much, it? Yeah. And I think it's a lot of guilt and a lot of judgment. Yeah. And I think the two are uh, inextricably linked.
2: Yeah. Um, but it's only made worse by the fact that people aren't necessarily always honest about how they're finding it. So yeah. um, if, you're, if you're having a bad moment, I get lots of messages from mums with postnatal depression that will say, you know, I know social media isn't... It's just a snapshot of somebody's life. However, when you're feeling terrible and you scroll through and just see wall to wall, absolutely loving this, best thing we've ever done, it just makes you feel more inadequate. So the idea was to kind of counterbalance that with a bit of reality, I guess.
1: Yeah. And do you think, uh, I'll put this to both of you, do you think there's a difference between the way that men and women are expected to be perfect uh, (laughs) parents? Uh, So from my point of view, I think men are almost expected to be klutzes. Which is just as annoying in its own way because it's yeah, like patronising, isn't it? Mm. Um, but women are expected to be perfect. Yeah. do you think?
2: Yeah, maybe. I think the, I think parenting fails have become like a thing where you know it's 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 almost trendy to share things where everything's gone a bit tits up. Yeah. But I think it, it's almost funnier or more expected if it's a dad fail. Um, and is that just because then all the mums can go ha ha look how useless they are you know so that I don't really like that element of it
1: and was there a point where you were like can I share this is that too bad
2: um yeah but I've never not Men shared it. I've always always gone. I had a post-it note. When I was writing the second book, I had a post-it note with a question mark at the top that was basically things that I might take out and I didn't take any of them out. Really? Yeah.
1: Was there anything that got really close
2: that Um,
1: was just too embarrassing or too No,
2: not really. No, anything that Anything that directly involves my husband, I will run past him. So mm. in the first bit there's a whole chapter about sex after having kids. But I, I said I basically <clears> put <throat> the chapter under his nose, but it'd already been like typeset. <laughs> yeah. Now like it, would be, it would it would be thing. really annoying to make any that's changes a, at this stage. But, right um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, like see what you think. But he's fi- he's yeah he's fine. <laughs> um, it's a bit I think it's a bit strange for him now with the school years. Mm. We had a couple of school mums kind of say, "So weird, I can't look James in the eye because there's that bit." in the first bit where he has to milk you because your breasts get engorged Uh, and now they're like chatting about phonics at the sound
1: table (laughs) those
3: are strong hands yeah yeah exactly um so yeah that is a bit weird
2: uh.
3: (laughs) saying to him while you're milking this for all (laughs) it's (laughs) worth can we squeeze more out Uh, of it yeah exactly oh Oh, that's sweet do you think like because i felt the, the same, same as you about parenting, that I felt completely like I felt that there were lots of people I knew that sort of dropped into it reasonably naturally. And yeah. they would their complaints would be, ha ha, I had three hours of sleep last night. Well, I laugh anyway, I've got all the kids off the, the ballet lesson and everything's fine. Yeah, whereas I, I, I
2: and whipped up a casserole, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yes, and then the, there's people that do those checklists, isn't there? That all go on Facebook and go, casserole cooked, done, uh, husband <laughs> sent to work, done, yeah. children at ballet, done. And Glass you just of think, wine oh, in yeah. yeah, It's always that. It's whereas, uh, dramatic, whereas we're yeah. collapsed with a whole bottle of wine on the sofa, having failed everything. But I just feel like I didn't feel a natural parent. No,
2: all. I think it's because you have all these expectations that come from everything that you read and see, you know, films, TV, all of that sort of stuff, where it's like, there's, especially from the birth, I mean, we've been talking about birth being perhaps not quite so magical already, mm-hmm. but where this almost maternal or paternal cloak is almost bestowed upon you in that in this livery suite and then you've and then you've just got it and you've yeah. been it. but it's not like that you kind of have to get to know your child like you would anybody else yeah I think. yeah it,
1: it, it sort of makes me think a little that moment where you get handed a baby and they're like okay off you go yeah it makes me think of if you never learned to drive a car and then someone gave you a car and they're like okay drive it home do you know yeah, what I mean? It's exactly never like that. Yeah. yeah, and
2: then you and 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 also babies are a bit of a lottery in terms of if you get one that sleeps or doesn't sleep very well, or you know feeds well or doesn't feed well. So a bit like the driving thing, it's just you know w- whether or not you you you're driving home at you know rush hour yeah. in Swindon <laughs> or or you know if it's um yeah just a, a calm peaceful night drive home. You know like, everybody's different, aren't they? Yeah.
1: But do you think there was ever a point where you went? Okay, I get this. I get how to do this.
2: Um, I think it's the kids are very good at when you when you're feeling rubbish. Kids are, are can be quite good at making you feel even more rubbish, but they can also <laughs> be good at kind of bringing you out of that. So there were a couple of times when I just thought I'm just not cut out for this, and then something would happen. Like uh, we, I think we were at the park, and, and Henry was about 18 months old, and he'd fallen over, and then the instinct the instinct from him. To look for me, you know, to search. Where's mum? And then to come over. It's just that moment when you think, well, I must be doing something right. There's clearly a bond here yeah. <laughs> in his time of crisis. He's forgiven he, me. Yeah, nobody. But almost in those moments when nobody but the parents will do, and yes. you think, actually, we've, we're on to something here. Yeah. At least know? you didn't it's,
3: pick out the wrong mum. No, yeah, exactly.
2: That would have been
3: that Or the, the been wrong really child. About. That would have like, oh, come down, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, yeah and or they'll or they'll pick up a they'll pick up a new skill or something there's times when you're really exhausted and you just can't face anything and suddenly like when they, you know when they're like yeah. eighteen months or something, they'll pick up something new and they'll like surprise you with something but yeah yeah i do, yeah, I definitely felt it was such an effort to and I also think like I don't know how you feel, but I think we expect our, our own lives to extend much longer, like my parents like. Right, had their children when they were like twenty one or twenty two, yeah. and that was it. They were parents then. Yeah. Whereas I still expect to be able to play video games and go to the pictures yeah. With drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not. You're, not allowed, you're, you're certainly not allowed to have a have a hangover as a parent. Oh. Apparently, I've had lots of comments about this this week because I wrote a piece for GQ online about it was just a like, how to survive a hangover as a parent, and it was. A, I just said, you know the extended version of hide and seek where they, they hide and you never seek them <laughs> and um, it went it, you know, it, on, on a larger scale it went down well but then I had a lot of messages from people that were like you shouldn't get a hangover as a parent um, you know, it's, it's well, itself. It's it's not only is it self-inflicted, but you know, if you know you're having a heavy night, that's likely to lead to a hangover. Because I kind of said, you know, like prepare in advance, yeah. get food in for the freezer that you can easily yeah. cook up the next day. Yeah. Now, you know, if, if if you got to a level where you're preparing to have a hangover, you must be a terrible parent. So there was a lot of that this week. Yeah. that's terrible. Yeah. But
1: you yeah. sort of think of Victorian working class parents. They must yeah. have been constantly hammered. On chin. <laughs>
2: Surely, yeah, know. but it probably wasn't a hangover because yeah. they just kept going. That's true children
1: were having it too, so <laughs> yeah. it was fine. Is that,
3: really difficult? Is that really difficult for you to deal with?
2: I don't find it difficult now. Mm. Um, I, did, I did find it really difficult because I existed in a bubble online for a little while where everybody said really nice things and it was quite easy to be like, yeah, it's great, I'm going to post this post and it'll have X number of thousand views and people will love it. And then it gets to a certain level when you realise actually people really don't always love it. You know, you can't mm. please all of the people all of the time. Um, so, yeah, and initially I used to take every comment to heart and and, you know, have, like, really dramatic strops where i am like, I'm deleting all my pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then realised, actually, I couldn't, because for, <laughs> for the non-fiction books, I was contractually obliged to my social media, <laughs> social media pages going. It's not quite going. so romantic, <laughs> but it's like... No, I'm, I'm, I'm it, to <laughs> going to delete it. I'm contractually obliged to keep writing my can. book on this yeah, website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is hard. The, that, it's probably the worst, you know, the worst... All the, the lowest bits of, kind of, living your life online are when people have a pop. Also, mm-hmm. we've been subjected to mail online comments because some of my blogs have been picked up and cross-shared online which you know so you were in the sidebar of shame so i was in the sidebar of shame and then then did what you should never do which is you go below the line of the comments (gasps) just don't do it he knows this as a
1: guardian columnist yeah yeah Yeah. and they're quite gentle with you (laughs) well (laughs) yeah yeah compared to yeah Maybe let's stare away from the Guardian comments. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But do you ever read... So your uh, books have overwhelmingly positive reviews, both of you, actually. Um, Do you ever read the one-star reviews? Oh, God, yeah.
2: I've I've read all of my one-star reviews at least five times and not read all that many of my five-star reviews. Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. It's just that... that, I think it's mostly a curiosity thing. If I'm kidding myself, I'm not going to read these. I'll just scroll past. And then I think it's better just to get it out of the way and just to know. Um, it, did it affect
1: the writing of the second book? No.
2: No, because the people that the people that left a one-star review will clearly not buy the second one. and, um, and you know. Although you never sure. Or you never know. No. You know. Or it's when they leave a one-star review and it was like the packaging, it, it came very badly damaged. The yes. packaging is really badly damaged. One star. And I'm yes. like, what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Keith? Um, I've 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 got I've got a, I've got a one star review, and I did read that. And <laughs> one it was, star yeah, review, yeah, and it was um, someone who just said, "Oh, I just
1: hate Minecraft." What, uh, one out of five. So, so, just to explain in the book, the uh, dad bonds with his son through oh, oh, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just in case people haven't yet read, A, yes. a boy made a blocks uh, available Spear. now on. Spear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's outrageous. That that. Yeah, I read,
3: I do read them. Did you find that more came later in the life cycle of the book? Because I think you know, as it generates a little bit of word of mouth. Because yeah. I I've, I picked up more. Since, yeah. it's been, since it's been doing better.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, th- I, think, I think I've still only had about 15 one-star reviews, and there are nearly 600 reviews, so yeah. it's, not, it's not too bad. That's and pretty yet still I've read all of those, yeah, you know? Yeah, pin them up on your um, wall. Yeah.
1: And do you think, um, I think we mentioned sort of fiction and parenting yeah. fiction, what do you think makes a great novel about being a parent? And there, are there any that you can think of?
2: Um, Apart that, from
1: Boy Made
3: Vlogs. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think um,
1: we gave you five
3: passes oh, last time. Oh, okay. I've got four already. To, I think <laughs> you're on four. Um, you
1: each have an alarm that goes off. Yeah, can we... Yeah, I'm looking okay. at our producer Louise. Louise, can we get a sort of uh, a klaxon. Pl- a plug, claxon? <laughs> <laughs> the guests can get away with it. That's <laughs> you fine. We should look into it? Okay.
2: Yeah, you should. Okay. I think, yeah. Fine. Okay. Uh, What's this again. space? I think.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you, producer Louise. <laughs> so we were talking about um, fiction and parenting. Do you think there's any really good uh, fiction novels about parents that you'd recommend? Yes,
2: the, the um, Alison Pearson's. I don't know how she does it. Is the first book that I read as a parent where I was like. This does sound a little bit like my life. So, so even though it's because she was, it was all about her desperate juggle to do everything, um, and not feeling like she was doing a particularly good job of anything because she was trying to do it all. Yeah, so, oh, that's quite a bit of And it was yeah. funny. Time, it was funny. It, yeah, it was. Good. It was good. Um,
1: I and mean, she was a journalist too, I yeah. think. Yeah, she write or? for. A,
3: yeah, she wrote for Evening Standard. Yeah. She for yeah, it probably was still else. is. Yeah. And
1: uh, I wonder if there's something about uh, because both of you have come from sort of that. Journalism or blogging or whatever yeah. you know that, that non-fiction background I wonder if that helps when you're talking about being a parent because you can get that authenticity yeah that sort of analytical thing
3: yeah maybe yeah maybe I think I think blogging really helps because obviously it gives you like, um, incre- like it allows you to express your Emotions and yeah, fears, and, 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 and
2: also like try def- try different things out. Because mm. you know, in the earliest days of the blog, I had no followers, zero followers. You know, mm. I'd have like five page hits, and then I would realise that they were all my page <laughs> hits because <laughs> I hadn't turned off my own page views. <laughs> so you, I, I had there was like, nothing to lose. I could just write what I, and, and I and and I think my style evolved. So early on, I read back some of those, and it almost doesn't sound like me. But it was mm. just me because I hadn't written about anything for a while. So it was putting it out there, and then gradually. I don't know, you find you know, you found find the
1: Do you think writing's actually helped you as a parent? Yeah. And would you recommend, even if people weren't gonna yeah. do it as a blog, they were just yeah. gonna do it as their own diary, would you advise people just to try writing I stuff? I would. Down?
2: I found it, yeah, incredibly cathartic to just be able to put it put it all out and make sense of it. Sometimes with blog posts I would start off in like angry about something, ragey about something that'd been said or I've been judged about doing something at a baby group or and I would start furiously typing and by the end of it I'd kind of taught myself round so the conclusion was kind of but we should all be more supportive and blah 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 and almost like would calm yeah calm myself down and, yeah. and think I've sounded it out and that wouldn't have if it just I'd just left it to my head it just would have probably driven me mad yeah putting it down on paper made sense
3: of it yeah I do the same sometimes when I'm writing op-eds about something that's happened in the like video games industry and technology I'll start off going oh my god this happened I'm really I'm really cross about it and I think okay I should give some of the background of what this thing is and why it's happened (laughs) then I'll start thinking oh my god it's very clear why this thing happened and I'm not angry anymore yeah and And that's the end goodbye filed but yeah I think there's something about processing what happens to you in your life through just writing it down
2: and also it's a it's a um, I, I used to I used to keep diaries like as a teenager and so sad I got rid of them all because it was just oh, too no. cringe yeah. like, when you go you know and in your late teens it's you can't bear the thought of what's written in them and the fact that somebody could get hold of it so I think I've burnt them and then no. and now Aww. I'm just mourning and now that now you've just lot. published the so yeah, now, that could, could now that could have been book three the young the years. Years. Yeah. yeah the the teenagers um, just
1: <laughs> cashed in on that you could have had years I of free could, books I know but, um, Sue Townsend kind of style yeah yeah not that she wrote free books I'm just saying nah, she, <laughs> she wrote I've got stories. I've got this horrible feeling I, I used to write really
3: awful teenage angst poetry me too some, nice some me of too. which some of which I gave to a uh, girl that I knew at the time, no. and I've just got a horrible feeling
1: no. that, that might come
3: back to <laughs> bite <laughs> 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 like me in the ass.
1: Were they like my terrible teenage poetry? basically why doesn't she love me why doesn't she love me I want to have sex why doesn't she love me <laughs> was it basically that with occasional They not they were that good no, no they didn't have that death
3: didn't have that meter
1: <laughs> yeah that was a hyphen yeah. just
3: then yeah. um, no they were about oh isn't life unfair oh I'm listening to too much Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> see now you'd be doing it on YouTube yeah you oh, but vlog- well, this is it. the
2: thing this is the thing now is for mm. all these vloggers you know it's it's like an on it's like an online diary, but it's worse than you know. Yeah, my stuff that I've written is out there, and you know yeah. it's kind of immortalized on the internet. But um, it's not me sat in my bedroom crying about no, stuff that's happening. That's happened, so it's true. Different. Yeah, because yeah, you
3: can't you can burn your diaries, but you cannot burn YouTube. No, so, no and like, exactly. And like the, 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 so there's kids that like there's um, vloggers who are like 15, 14, 15, who are yeah. literally crying on screen. I know, and. And like, they've got you know hundreds of thousands of followers. I know, and
2: it doesn't feel right. You almost want, you want to step in and protect them, yeah. No, you yeah. feel like this isn't, um,
1: although although I have to say, most of them seem quite well managed now. They're not, yeah. pretty, they are not doing why doesn't he love me, why doesn't he love me, I want to have sex. They are no. doing <laughs> slightly more well thought yeah, out reasons, yeah. 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 But it's Stuff. still, they're still talking about their lives
3: and emotions in a really kind of frank and open way, uh. And then I don't know surprise, when they're twenty, they? when they're twenty four, twenty five. So how would you feel if your kids
1: wanted to do vlogging?
2: I think I would. I think I would probably know enough by that point with you know people I've met and stuff to be able to say right, fine if you're going to take it seriously, but you know these are the things that I wouldn't want them to do it too young, kind of into teen. I can't. I mean Henry now it's a it's a sign of the times of a child who's who, who's obviously growing up with at least one parent that's on social media quite a lot because whilst I don't do. YouTube videos and stuff I do do like I'll occasionally do like Instagram stories, you know. So I'll film like our day. And Henry said the other day, and he's five. Hi Instagram. So just got back from rugby. <laughs> started. Um, wow. And there That's my dad brilliant. was quite upset because he's because Henry started saying so at the start of his sentences, and I was thinking, there's just no need for that. It's that youth speak. He's got this, this is from YouTube. He's getting that from YouTube. It's not so anything. It's
1: in, not you know. In fairness, <laughs> I think we used to do that with tape recorders. Yeah. And and, and like do the news. Me and my sister did. This is the news. You know, it's like
3: yeah. Style. Yeah. I mean, I did that with many on ABAR what yeah. now? Uh, no not <laughs> did <Not Div>. that's <laughs> past
1: tense I thought you said to do that no. Get <laughs> yeah. the old recorder get
3: walkman out and yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the news uh, so Sarah what are you working on now? Um, What's after the? the I, do you know? I
2: don't actually know at this stage. So I'm doing a couple of months of fairly heavy book promotion, and then for the second book, and then I'm am ju- just not sure. I think it, book three is definitely on the cards. I just haven't decided quite which direction to, to go with it. Yeah, yeah the
3: teenage. My vote's parental uh, thriller. Yeah, uh, bad parent it's bad. thriller. Set <laughs> in a supermarket. But yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't have see. to be. It could be anywhere you want. Oh, it no. could be an open market. The girl it... left on the train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't bear it though. You know that that's the thing, though, isn't it? When you become a parent and you can't bear, you know, so like the missing and things. You can't bear to I watch, or you can't watch no. it. It takes on a different a different meaning. Yeah. Um, whereas in when it's <laughs> When I'm reading fiction and it's like an adult that's gone missing or has been stabbed, and I'm right in the head. Yeah, yeah. But it's Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it's a young child, no, no, it's too much. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't, I don't know yet, but probably I, I imagine I'll be doing another book um pro- probably next year. Well, we, what it's going to be. I what don't do, are yet. you?
3: Um, are you kind of trepidous at all about your ch- children reading your books?
2: No, but I, ha- I do feel like I've come to a bit of a crossroads in that I don't know how much more I want to document of Henry's mm. upbringing being that he's five and he's at school and I'm not sure if the warts and all type thing will embarrass him. Yeah, yeah. Um, other kids might see. Yeah, which, like, which. Like um, when I started the blog, I never had that, you know, there's been all this stuff recently. An article came out and in, um, in, 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 in originated in France where they'd said that actually, you know, really, you, you could be sued in the future because you haven't got your kids' permission to put them <laughs> on the internet, you know, yeah. and, and you shouldn't be. But obviously at the beginning, I never thought people would read it so I, I you know i have shared pictures of them um mm. so it's very much out there now that you know that's that's already happened but um now he's at school I'm a bit more wary about Mm. What I share, so um, yeah. unfortunately, which is unfortunate for Jude, who's two and a half, and now I'm like, well, it's fair game for him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, the eye of so, like, yeah. <laughs> so the other day, when we, when I updated on you know standard parenting woe of potty training, and I just said, you know, win for the day is Jude's done his first wee in the potty. Yay! Um, <laughs> the failure of the day is that he then proceeded to shit in the DVD cupboard, <laughs> oh, which was all over Despicable Me too. So read that what you will yes, as a review. Yeah, I think part saying <laughs> it's pretty shit. So. Yeah, <laughs> um, we couldn't salvage that one. we wow. um, so yeah. lost
3: Despicable 2 lo- in a tarif- horrific shitting. did, yeah, aspect.
2: and I was on the phone. This is the the whole juggling thing. I was on the phone to my publicist. From Transworld at the time, and I just I'm really I'm sorry I've got to go. She's just pooed in the DVD cupboard, and she's like, right, okay, um, and, and that was that. Yeah.
1: So. Brilliant. Oh no. Um, so look, we ask all our guests to do a one-minute quiz. Yeah. Keith is going to mark you. Okay. This is not optional. Oh. Each one not is out of ten. It's okay, so there's ten questions, each one out of ten, so you get a score out of one hundred at the end. I think a pass mark is what sixty. I yeah, I'd say. Well, or I mean, is it a bit less? Than I that. think
3: pa- I think we'll pass you on fifty. Pass uh, on fifty. That's what, hap-
2: what happens if I fail? Do, my, do, you, do I lose my kids?
3: Well we do have this, we, <laughs> we do have, take one. If that we've got helps. a sponsorship yeah, okay. deal with social services, <laughs> yeah. where we've got like a hotline.
2: <laughs> okay. We're yeah, sponsored we're
3: just... by Despicable Me too. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, so, you, so you're getting nothing. <laughs>
2: Hit me. I'm ready. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. Have we got? Have you got a clock? We need to. We need to someone. It's going to go over a minute. That's One okay. right, minute. One minute quiz. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Best thing about being a parent.
2: The laughter.
1: The worst thing? Tiredness. What's your favourite tactic for getting a child to behave in a restaurant? Bribery. <laughs> <laughs> More specifically, please. <laughs> um, iPad, chocolate,
2: yeah. IPad all, chocolate. All, all coercion.
1: Okay, interesting. I can see keeping harsh on the marks for that one. Uh, <laughs> will you friend your kids on Facebook? No. One thing your parents did that you've sworn not to repeat and have?
2: Oh, oh that's a tricky one. Too many long walks at the weekend because they were so boring. And, and me and my sister that scarred us for life and and now you to enjoy your weekend <laughs> yeah and now you realise weekends are long yeah but now scarred I like it now I like going to, all to all Dartmoor and I think it's starting <laughs> again It's
1: history repeating itself let's all
2: go up to Haytor there's it's a thriller like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's where Hater. it starts <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> most
1: annoying things that other parents do but you don't go. or think brag <laughs> <laughs> most disgusting parenting moment
2: possibly licking snot from Henry's nose when I couldn't find anything else. Oh my
3: <laughs> God, what's wrong with your sleeve? <laughs> I've heard loads of people like sucking um, snot out. No!
1: Ah, I, I knew we it.
3: were going to end up back I at just, body I horror. I just
2: caught it. <laughs> it's David
1: Cronenberg all over right again. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Worst name you've ever heard or considered for a child?
2: Not not considered, but I did hear of a Mercedes... Merse- oh, Mes- I think it was Mercedes... Tallulah Like a double barrel <laughs>
1: Lovely
3: Which I th- and I
2: thought That they were quite interesting That's a, that's a tenor <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Crocs Yes or no
2: For kids Or for adults
1: I didn't specify Oh
2: that. no
1: One piece of advice That you would give Anyone shortly To become a parent
2: Take each day as it comes
1: Very good Thank you, Sarah Turner. That was your one minute quiz. Thank you. Oh, okay, well, I've
2: got a sweat on. <laughs> Keith,
1: take us through the mark. <laughs> right, I've got to add it up now. I'm, I don't. I'm not. Not again. Yeah, Man does calculations on podcasts. I <laughs> think well, you've how done do you, pretty well. How do you think you did?
2: All right, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. pretty safe. Pretty... The snot was pretty dramatic. Yeah,
2: yeah, that some, was pretty dramatic. Well, it wasn't. Uh, I'm not proud of that moment. but no, it sticks in my mind.
1: It's pretty dark. Yeah. The iPad, pretty standard answer, I would yeah, say. Yeah,
2: this is What is it out
1: of? 100, it, out? it should be out of 100. Right, yeah, I've got something one it is on kind of
2: then. the fail safe.
1: It is a fail safe. And then he we
2: plays games on the iPad.
1: Do you, so you allow the games? Yeah, yeah. Educational games or just no,
2: games? No, no actual games. No, Whatever the say. Mario one is, for, you can get the app. Mario Run. Yeah. I believe. Yeah,
1: I think that's the one. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I've added it up. We have a mark. The mark it's not <laughs> Am nil, I, I going to lose think, my kids? I know. It's yeah, not nil prize is it? I can tell your kids are safe. Yes! so you it's have it's like bullseye your kids are safe and here's the boat you have a one. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got 82, 82 Ooh, I think that's yeah. our highest mark I mean, that's yet that's the best one so <laughs> far it certainly beats Stuart Heritage we'll check back on the scummy mummies as a but
3: I okay. think you're winning I
1: think they were in the 70s I think they were in the 70s so thank you very much oh, thank you for
3: having thank
2: me thank you
1: Keith Thank you Uh, The Unmumsy Diary is out now published by Bantam and A Boy Made of Blocks is out now published by Sphere both very fine books go and buy both of them Uh, Thank you very much everyone Uh, say goodbye Keith Goodbye Keith and we'll see you next time